It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. Welcome in to the AAA Insurance postgame show. Live from the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar, the Golden Knights defeat the Colorado Avalanche 3-2 in overtime. A solid response by the Golden Knights after Thursday night's loss to Colorado. Let's bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva, to help us break this one down. And, you know, Dan, I guess I'm going to start with this. These two games, what have you learned about both Vegas and Colorado? There are very good teams and there are upper echelon teams. And what make upper echelon teams upper echelon teams, they're never satisfied. And even after a 5-1 to one victory the other day for Colorado, Jared Bednar's comments about his team were not overly praiseworthy. In fact, he said, I thought it was, quote, just okay for me. He thought his team looked sloppy at times, looked tired at times. It didn't have a lot of jump. And then you look at the other side, the losing team, the Golden Knights, and obviously one of their poor performances of the season. Now today, there were very good moments for both clubs. But when you've got heavyweights going back and forth, teams that expect themselves to be at their best all the time, they're very hypercritical. So if it doesn't go well, if it doesn't go exactly according to plan, if you don't win 10 nothing, there's something to diagnose perhaps. And there were stretches in this game where within a game, the teams got traction, both sides. And uh, Alex Tuck said it, that he felt that his club more often than not had the better play during this 60-minute period. In contrast to Thursday, that's obviously the case. Colorado really had the edge um, after the Knights' mirage one nothing lead early lasted into the second before Colorado scored four goals, ultimately winning 5-1. to one. Today, you know, the Knights trailed one nothing. They trailed 2-1 to one in the first. But my sense, Ryan, was that the team played better and better as the game went along. Yeah. There were those... Slight adjustments, slight tweaks to who was on the ice with whom. I wonder if that was part of it. Sometimes you just play with somebody different, and it takes all the mud out of your brain, and you just play hockey. I also thought Marc-Andre Fleury played terrific hockey. That second goal that he gave up, I don't think that's a good one. But after that, obviously didn't give up anything. He made some terrific saves, especially in that second period when the game was in the balance. So I think that when you've got upper echelon teams like the Knights and the Avalanche, they rise to the occasion. And that is what we saw from both clubs today. They both are firmly in, in you know, we don't get to see a lot of these other top clubs on a regular basis unless you're watching on TV all the time. But these are two very, very good hockey teams that ought to go down to the wire. In relation to Marc-Andre Fleury, uh, were you surprised to see Pete DeBoer go away from the rotation and go back to Marc-Andre for this game? And what do you think informed that decision? It's a great question, and I suppose somebody will ask that question, and Pete can give you the true answer. I can only guess my thought was maybe that Robin Leonard had some kind of setback if he were... Again, coming off a concussion, he played a couple of games and looked good, but again, the symptoms are unexpected, and God forbid those symptoms have crept back in. That was the first thought, but then the other thing was Marc-Andre having given up five goals last game, three goals before that, four goals before that, despite playing some good hockey, he's not been in a position to win the last couple of games, and even when they beat the Sharks on March 17th, 
That was a higher scoring game, 5-4. to four. So it's almost like, hey, you guys didn't live up to what you expected you'd be on Thursday. Here's your next chance. Go out and, and see if you could play better in front of Mark Andre. It's also entirely possible, Ryan, that this was the plan going into the weekend. <laughs> so I, I really don't know, and maybe Pete DeBoer, uh, Pete DeBoer will enlighten us. But, uh, you know, sometimes we, we, we think of goaltenders that they've got to get rest. And we think of it, I think, incorrectly like a gas tank where the meter just goes slowly down and down and down and down the more they play. That's not how human physiology works. You don't always react because you're tired. You might not be tired till the next day. Or you think that you're playing a lot when, in fact, that's what gets your engine going. So I don't know Flurry's physiology, of course. I'm no doctor. I could just tell you that we have seen it time and time again. The team that ought to be tired doesn't look tired. And the team that is uh, playing really well is the tired team. So uh, how that affects Flurry and Leonard, I'm not sure. Maybe DeBoer has another reason. In, you know, on, on Thursday, we saw the Colorado Avalanche and their depth really shine through. For the Golden Knights again tonight, I, I think that that was matched. You get the, the goal from Alec Martinez on the power play, and then you got Will Carrier chipping in offensively. Like, that's what you need to, to find ways to beat really good teams, and the Golden Knights got that today. Indeed. And even Alex Tuck, who has good totals on the year, 20 points coming into the day, 13 goals and 7 assists. Alex has gone a month without an assist, and then he gets one in overtime there with Max Pacioretty on the ice. And you wonder how much more Alex could produce if there were other players of a certain offensive caliber as his line mates. But in three-on-three -three overtime, when you're out there with Pacioretty, something special can happen, and that's what we saw. So it's not only the depth scoring. It's critical. You're absolutely right. It's critical, but you also see Stevenson, get an assist and uh, that, that was of course back in the first period Martinez who has not always been a power play guy he scores his second power play goal of the year so sometimes it's the players you think that need to be involved but haven't been living up to it recently who managed to chip in and you know the one guy who I thought was and <laughs> has been due was Riley Smith who again yeah. had chances but couldn't quite convert it ended up that that group Marcia so Carlson and Smith did not produce today but you know what they do on the ice has an impact on the game nonetheless but you know <laughs> there are guys who are thinking about when is that next goal coming when is that next point coming and enough guys got involved today that you can uh, appreciate the effort from up and down the lineup all right dan as always thanks for joining us here get some rest and we will see you on monday thank you ryan that is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Golden Knights defeat the Colorado Avalanche in overtime 3-2. Bounce back after Thursday's loss to Colorado in a really complete game, good fashion. Let's head out to Colorado, bring in Max Pacioretty as he addresses the media after tonight's win dropped you out of first place for the first time in over a month does that does that matter do you guys look at that do you care or is 
I guess, does holding on to first place matter more than any other win would have? Well, I think more so using the team we're playing against. We know that, you know, first place is uh, on the line against the team that would that would have jumped us. And that's kind of the measuring stick team around the league that everyone talks about. They have everything. They got they got speed. They got skill. Defenders are great. Um, and, and we want to show uh, that we can play with a team like that. And I thought tonight, especially as the game went on, we, we were able to show that. And um, that's more so is what creeps into our mind rather than the, the overall standings. <clears throat> Two more today with Max. Next one goes to Danny Webster, NHL.com. Hey, Max, how much was there an emphasis going into tonight, kind of slowing down, being patient in the offensive zone and try not to rush things? Seemed like you guys were a little bit more patient in that end today. Yeah, I think we're holding on to pucks a little bit. We had uh, much better four-check routes. And, um, you know, their top guys are, are very, very fast, and they want to feed uh, their offense uh, off of transition and off of turnovers. So I think rather than, you know, just throwing pucks away and, and being one and done and allowing them to build up speed and attack us, on a counterattack, uh, making them have to stop, come back in their end and, and defend. And ultimately, that's the only way you can play against a team like that. Uh, you know, guys like McCarr and McKinnon, and if they're going to get chances uh, <clears throat> to turn turnovers and, and go the other way, then it'll be a long night for us. We saw that the first game and did a, a much better job of that tonight. Last question for Max Patretti comes from Alan Snell, LV Sports Biz. Hey, Max, after a rough game two nights ago, what is your number one takeaway from uh, today's performance? I think we were patient. I thought, uh, you know, we knew we had a lot to prove tonight after getting spanked in the last game, um, but we knew that it also wouldn't come with uh, just playing well for one period. We knew that we'd just stick with it for 60 plus. And, um, you know, we never really got away from our game there. And, and uh, you know, we know a team like that's going to get their chances. They did, Flowers stood tall. Um, but at the end of the day, I thought that we really stepped on the gas as the game went on in the third period and created a lot of opportunities and, and drew a lot of penalties. And I think that momentum carried over. Max, thanks for doing this. That is Max Pacioretty speaking to the media after today's victory. And we will bring you Pete DeBoer as soon as he stepped to the podium to address the media as well. The post-game injury report is brought to you by the Valley Health System, the official health system of the Vegas Golden Knights. Didn't look like there was any uh, anything to report in terms of injuries. We we saw Marc-Andre Fleury get the start for the Golden Knights as uh, Pete DeBoer gets to, to address the media. We... You know, I'm, I'm imagining we'll get some type of indication as to what went into the thinking with uh, with Mark Andre Fleury. But first, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the home of the Vegas Golden Knights all season long. Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. AM Las Vegas. And there you have it: the Golden Knights defeat the Colorado Avalanche 3-2 in overtime, and let's head out to Pete DeBoer as he addresses the media after tonight's game. Pete, um, obviously you liked the response after the other night, but more so did you like how you played against them uh, tonight, more so than Thursday? Can you talk about that, how you kept it, you, what you talked about before the game and how you played them, more so than actually just winning? Yeah, well, f for sure. I, I mean, that, that was the goal. The goal was to, to play the way we're capable of playing, to execute the way we're, we're capable of executing. You know, and then the results usually take care of themselves. But I'll be honest with you, you know, if we had lost tonight in overtime, I, I would have been really happy uh, with the response anyway. I, I, uh, that's how you beat a good team on the road. And um, 
I thought, uh, you know, for the believers out there, thanks for sticking with us. I know, you know, there were some doubters out there after the last game, but but uh, I knew our group would would respond with a real good effort, and uh, we did that tonight. Next, we'll go to Jesse Granger, the Athletic. Hey, Jesse. Hey, Pete. Uh, what went into uh, the goalie decision today, and, and how happy were you with Fleury's performance? Yeah, it was real solid. Um, you know, it was an easy decision. I mean, uh, you know, he's uh, he's carried us here the last month and a half. He deserved to start the the two most important games of the year. To, so so far, it was a pretty easy decision. Next, we'll go to David Shane, Las Vegas Review Journal. Hey, David. Hi, Pete. What makes Max so effective or dangerous in overtime? Is it just the extra space or are certain guys just maybe better at three on three? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if certain guys are better. I mean, you know, when it gets to three on three, obviously speed is a big thing and uh, and patch is fast, but he's not, you know, tuck fast, uh, you know, um, I think he. I think goal scorers have an innate ability to to find holes and and uh, and ramp things up at, at the right time. And you know, Max is a goal scorer, and he was at the end of a shift. You know, a lot of guys might might not have uh, followed that play up. Might might have headed to the bench, but he, he sniffed a goal, and and that's an ability that uh, you know is hard to teach. Next question goes to Justin Emerson, Las Vegas Sun. Justin. Hi, Pete. Before this series started, uh, you said that it was going to be a good test for your group, and I don't remember if it was you or a player said that you kind of wanted to learn about your group and about them every time you play. So I guess my question is, uh, do you feel like you guys passed the test with one win, one loss, and what did you kind of learn about the Golden Knights Avalanche series? Yeah. Well, sure. I mean, you know, a, a split coming in here is uh, – you know, acceptable. I, I think uh, it, it's always how you're playing, and and um, you know, we as a group, we were really disappointed uh, with our effort in game one, and we responded. And I think what tonight showed is when when we uh, when we play the, our game and and are dialed into uh, details and execution and the things we have to do to win on the road, that we're a hard team to beat. So. Uh, what we learned about them is is if you're off your A game even a little bit, they're going to make you look really bad, and that's what they did in game one. Time for a few more today with Pete. Next question for him comes from Ben Goats, Las Vegas Review Journal. Hi, Ben. Hi, Pete. William Carrier gets the goal for you guys there in the second period. Just how important is that depth scoring against a team that's as deep as this one? Yeah, critical. I mean, game one, they got a fourth-line goal. Uh, game two, we got a fourth-line goal. Uh, I think that uh, that's playoff hockey. Uh, you know that, that was a uh, a real uh, uh, look at, at uh, what it's going to be like two months from now. Uh, you know, in the middle of the playoffs, so you're going to need that depth scoring. It's always uh, the difference on the teams that uh, keep advancing, and uh, we got it tonight. And I, I thought those guys were real good. Take two more questions today. Next one goes to Danny Webster, NHL.com. Hey, Danny. They beat along those lines on that Carrier goal. Uh, how pleased were you with the way your guys played in the offensive zone? Not particularly just the scoring, but the way that they were patient with the puck and maintained possession through most of the night. <clears throat> yeah, you know, we knew we had to flip that script from game one. Uh, we didn't spend any time in their end in game one. So, um, you know, we uh, we went out and did that. and. You know, 
got got some results because of that. So credit to our guys for making the adjustments they needed to make, and uh, and I'm glad they got rewarded because they deserved it tonight. Last question today, we'll go to Ken Bulky with Sinbin, not Vegas. Hey, Ken. Pete, you kind of mentioned there being some doubters. I'm wondering how much you utilize that in the locker room to kind of get the guys going for a game like that. Uh, you know what? We didn't. We didn't for this game, but these guys, these guys read it and see it way more than I do. I, I don't, uh, uh, you know, look at a lot of that stuff. But but the players do, and you hear them talking, and um, so you know there, there was a lot of motivation in that room tonight to 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 throw a good game at them. Thanks, Pete. Thank you. And that was head coach Pete DeBoer with tonight's post-game interview presented by Nevada Eye Physicians. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance post-game show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. No other city does sports quite like Las Vegas because only in Vegas is it game time all the time. After the final buzzer sounds, hit the town to explore all the award-winning dining attractions, experiences, and the luxury resorts Vegas has to offer. To learn more, go to visitlasvegas.com. It's the AAA Insurance postgame show. The Golden Knights defeat the Colorado Avalanche 3-2 in overtime on Max Pacioretty's game-winning goal. Let's take a look at all the highlights in this one, and it's really uh, the Colorado Avalanche jumping out ahead early in the first period. Jonas Donskoy opens the scoring. Gerard out through center, gains the red line, and now Donskoy across the blue line. Right wing shot, they score off the post and in. Jonas Donskoy, two goals in as many games against the Knights. That's Donskoy from Sam Gerard, just a minute and 16 seconds into the game to make it one to nothing, Colorado. Later in the period, the Golden Knights would get a chance on the power play, and Alec Martinez would tie the game. They've changed units again. Pacioretty near the left corner. Back up top, Stevenson looks to the right. Martinez, score! One-time shot from Alec Martinez at the right circle. The Knights have tied it. Power play goal, Alec Martinez. That's Martinez from Stevenson and Pacioretty, a power play goal at 16-32 of the first period to tie the game at one. Just a minute and three seconds later though, Devon Taves would put the abs back up. Here's a shot, score, Devin Taves. Quick wrister, one swift motion from the slot and Colorado is back in the lead two to one. That's Taves from Nathan McKinnon, a beautiful give and go play, 17-35 of the first period to make it two to one Colorado. That's how the score would hold going into the second period. The Golden Knights would try to get back in the game and it's Will Carrier with another goal to get this one square. Now right side of the net, Carrier behind the goal, trying to center for Nozick, warded off by Makar in front of shot, score! Theodore let her rip from the right side, lots of traffic in front. Vegas is tied at two and two. William Carrier right on the doorstep and he may have been the last one to touch it. That's Will Carrier, his second of the season from Shea Theodore and Tomasz Nosek at 3.40 of the second period to tie the game at two. Needing a strong performance from Marc-Andre Fleury, the Golden Knights would get just that as he would rob Devon Taves for our AAA insurance save of the game. Taves up top, 
Right point, now cross to the left, Gerard. Near the dot, swings it out high, tape shoots, glove save! Flurries, flashing leather again, wow! AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home. With 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance, AAA outsmart life. So we'd head to the third period, knotted up at two. Both teams would have opportunities. The Golden Knights would get some power play opportunities, could not convert. Though I think you look at that third period for Vegas, probably their best period. You could argue that I think the Golden Knights deserve to win this one in regulation. They would have to settle for an overtime victory. And as we talked about at the start of this package, as we've seen happen before, Max Pacioretty would put the dagger in and win this one in overtime. Could be a two-on-one with Pacioretty. Left wing, Pacioretty centered, off the pipe, no! Rebound, score! Vegas wins it, three to two! Pacioretty and Tuck on the rush, and though the initial chance appeared to be stopped, Pacioretty will get credit for yet another overtime game winner. That's Max Pacioretty from Alex Tuck and Dylan Coughlin at 1.56 of the overtime period to make it 3-2 Vegas. It's Pacioretty hitting the post initially and then follows his shot up and is able to get just enough to put that one home. The Golden Knights get the split against the Colorado Avalanche, do just what they needed to do in this game to come away with two points. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show, presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show, 3-2 to two, the final in overtime. The Golden Knights able to beat the Colorado Avalanche in three, three wins for Vegas, three wins for Colorado. Season series has been very, very close. And it's always funny, it's always interesting because... When you have a game like you had on Thursday where Colorado has their A game, they beat Vegas 5-1, to one. I think the natural inclination is to overreact to that one game. It's always about the response. It's always about the response, right? Like when you look at the fourth game of the four meetings earlier between these two clubs, Vegas responds after a lackluster performance in Tahoe with a 3-0 shutout of Colorado. That's a response. The 5-1 win by the Colorado Avalanche was in response to that 3-0 shutout in Colorado by Vegas. You always have those moments, always those pockets within a season in which a team doesn't have it and is looking to respond. The Golden Knights passed that test tonight. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Solar and Windows, and it's the Golden Knights really having to fight through it all game long. Jonas Donskoy makes a great play early on in the game, and Vegas is playing from behind, though their power play special teams didn't let them down today. It got them right back in the game. Right back in the game. And then when it comes down to it, depth scoring is necessary. Nathan McKinnon, just one point today for Colorado. When you look at 
the, the series as a whole, season series as a whole, Nathan McKinnon, five points in six games. That's very, very good in terms of limiting his impact on the game. But you still need to get those contributions from your depth pieces. Will Carrier chipping in another goal, that's what you need. That's what you need. When you're able to keep McKinnon off the score sheet, your depth needs to really carry you through. And that's what happened today for the Vegas Golden Knights, who answered that 5-1 loss with a 3-2 overtime victory. Next game will be on Monday against the LA Kings. The Golden Knights looking to turn this victory into a win streak. And we'll be with you, 6 o'clock pregame show, right here on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network postgame show. Presented by AAA Insurance. Our local coverage continues next with game highlights, interviews, and your phone call at 702-876-1340. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, live from the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar. Thanks for joining us. 702-876-1340 is the number, 702-876-1340. The phone line should be busy the entire show. The Golden Knights get the split in Colorado, do what they need to do to respond after Thursday night's loss, and are in sole possession of first place after this two-game set. So let's talk about this one. 702-876-1340. That's the number. Let's head out to the phone line. Bring in Mike. Mike, how you doing? Game, set, match. That was (laughs) as big a win as we've had all year. Would you not say that? Yeah, I I have a hard time debating it, to be honest. Like, this is a game the Golden Knights needed, and they got it. Well, it, it wasn't one of those games where you just threw down the helmets and threw down the sticks. I mean, you had to earn every single minute of that thing. And it taught me something, too, and that is to always believe these guys are going to fight hard to the last drop. They did it again. Well, I mean, this is a team that expects greatness, right? Like, this isn't this Golden Knights team isn't going to just be satisfied with making the playoffs. This is a team that has aspirations this season of winning a Stanley Cup. Yeah, and then that's how they played today. They didn't play like that two days ago, but that's okay. You're going to have games like that, and the key now is to beat the teams you're supposed to beat, which includes the Kings this upcoming week and so on. So it's not a time to get cocky, but it is a time to celebrate. So let's celebrate together. Mike, last one for you. What did you think of the decision to go with Marc-Andre Fleury today? Shocked. Absolutely shocked. I, I know that people would say that's the right way to do it, and he proved it was, but I cannot think that we're following protocol by, by giving Mark that many starts. Uh, I don't, it's like Grubauer. You, you're going to wear him out if you keep throwing him out there. So I'm not happy about that, but it worked out. 
All right, Mike, thanks for the call. Um, you know, it's interesting. As Pete DeBoer addressed the media after today's win, he, he talked about Marc-Andre Fleury, and he talked about kind of the reasoning that went into it. And we'll get into that as the show progresses, but let's get back out to the phone line. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's bring in Sal. Sal, how you doing? Good. Can we just fast forward to the to the Western Division Finals? I mean, this, <laughs> I, I'm ready for it. I, I know there's a lot a lot of things that can happen, but it, it just it seems as sure of a thing as to prepare for so let me ask you, if there was a seven-game series between Vegas and Colorado, how confident are you that the Golden Knights would be able to do enough in that series to win? Uh, I, I would be like 55% confident, and it's not because I, I – it's just Colorado's so good, and you got two of the three best teams in the whole NHL in, in one division. And, uh, I mean, give me whoever wins this division to, to win the Cup. It's just the way that they play against one another – and then you can just see it once once their series are over and they play other teams in the division, they they, they slaughter. They 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 just take care of business when they're not playing one another, and it's just so evident. And then when they do play, every game is so tight, and one mistake can dictate the winner of almost all these games in the series this year. You know, Sal, what did you think of the decision to go with Mark Andre Fleury today? Uh, it, it it didn't matter to me. Um, if anything. It almost means that Flurry's going to play Wednesday, and I'm going to the game Wednesday, so I'm kind of excited to see Flurry because I tend to only go to games when uh, the backups in. So, <laughs> so it didn't it didn't matter. I had all the confidence in Leonard, but this was a game where we we really pushed hard in the third period. I was a little worried when we didn't get that goal in regulation because then it's a crapshoot, flip a coin when it goes to three on three or a shootout. Um, but it, it it was good to get to win, and, and the way that they did it was was very telling, and it, and it just shows how tough uh, tough we are. All right, Sal, thanks for the call, and uh, I, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, it, not that we want to push time forward, not that we want to look too far ahead, but I think that as we look at this season, a playoff series between these two teams would just be too much fun. And I think we all deserve a little bit of fun. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's bring in Stephanie. Stephanie, how you doing today? I'm doing great. That was an incredibly exciting game to listen to. And I just want to point out that we did exactly what we haven't been able to do, which is depth scoring and power play. Now, I, I got to ask you, because you called in on Thursday. You didn't overreact. Good on you for yeah. that. Uh, as, as we've gotten more and more information about Colorado, about Vegas, how they match up, seven-game series, how confident are you Vegas could get that win? Uh, about it. Um, you know, you're starting to see the chips in Grubauer that we can score on them. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, so that that's good to see. And, you know, it feels like every, you know, even after the losses that we're getting a little more comfortable playing with them today especially. So, you know, I think that it would be one of the most exciting matchups we could see in the playoffs. Yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right, Stephanie. And then uh, last one here for you. Your thoughts on Mark Andre Fleury getting the start? Uh, I'm. I was pretty surprised by it. Um, my my first like reactionary thought was that they wanted to let him like redeem the five goals that he gave up. Um, but you know, I I I don't know. I'm glad that I'm not the one making decisions on who's <laughs> playing every night. 
Yeah, you know what? I am too because I would get it wrong like 95% of the time. Guaranteed. <laughs> All right, Stephanie, thank you for the call. 702-876-1340, that's the number here. And, you know, it, it, we, we mentioned Marc-Andre Fleury. We bring it up because this is really the first time that we have seen Pete DeBoer win both options are healthy. Robin Leonard, Marc-Andre Fleury, both seemingly healthy and available. It's the first time that we've really seen a change in that philosophy in terms of that strict rotation, at least this season. And so DeBoer says after the game, easy decision. He's carried us. He deserved to start the two most important games of the season. And if that doesn't give you an indication of where Marc-Andre Fleury's game is, that's number one. And if it doesn't give you an indication of how important these two games, specifically this one after Thursday's loss, were to the Golden Knights, that's your second. These are big-time games and games that Vegas wants to win. It's good on them that they were able to get that split. I want to hear from more of you. It's your post-game show. Give us a call, 702-876-1340. We'll talk to you on the other side of the break right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. The Golden Knights defeat the Colorado Avalanche 3-2 in overtime. It's Max Pacioretty with the game-winning goal. He's done that a time or two this season in overtime. 702-876-1340. That's the number. This is your postgame show. The Golden Knights answer a tough loss on Thursday in which Colorado really dominated the game, flexed their muscle, and the Golden Knights come back less than two days later and answer the bell. They come back less than two days later and find a way to win, and now this series through six games is 3-3. What would your expectations be? What are your expectations right now on how a seven-game series would look between these two clubs? 702-876-1340. This is the type of game that you just want to talk about. I want to talk about it. I want you guys to call in. Because, quite frankly... In, in Pete DeBoer's post-game press conference, he, he talked about how he, would, how he would, would have been okay if this team would have lost in overtime because of the, the response. Not the result, but the process. And I think the process was important in how they did respond. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Roger. Roger, how you doing? Pretty good. Uh, First-time caller. I listen to the night all the time. Well, thank um, you, Roger. I was happy that he started uh, Flurry tonight because you look at what he had done so far. He'd gone zero zero and five the first three times he faced him. So that was less than two goals per game. And the same tonight, he only gave up two. And for those few doubters out there, don't become fair weather fans. We've got a great team here in Vegas, and we're going places. I I enjoy listening to them every time they play because I can't get out much anymore. I'm legally blind, but. Boy, I look forward to the 
Joel. Hey, you know what, Roger? Thank you for the call. And it, it's interesting because you're absolutely right. This is a good hockey team. And I think we get kind of lost in assessing this team based on some of the teams that are in this division. Like, we look at the Golden Knights, and, and they play well against L.A., they play well against Anaheim, Arizona, San Jose, and then you just kind of assume that every team is like L.A. and Anaheim and San Jose, and that's just really not the case. Colorado's very, very good. Like, if you were to take the top five teams in the NHL, for the Golden Knights and the Colorado Avalanche, they're there. There are, there are other divisions this season that don't have two top five teams. The Golden Knights and the Colorado Avalanche, they do in their division, and it's each other, and they're going to have to go through each other should they get to where they want to go. That's just a fact of the way that the schedule works out, the way that the divisions work out. That's what it is. And you know what? I've said it before, and I'll say it again, and if you disagree, call me. If you agree, call me. 702-876-1340 is the number. You're going to lose to good teams. It doesn't make you less than. Like, because the Golden Knights lost to Colorado on Thursday, it doesn't mean that Vegas isn't as good or can't be as good over the course of a seven-game series as Colorado. It just means that game, Colorado was better. You can absolutely look at one game as just that, one game. You can absolutely say that's an anomaly. You could absolutely throw that one in the garbage. You don't have to say the sky is falling. You don't have to say in a seven-game series, no chance. Colorado's better. Or Vegas is better. Like, if you're a Colorado fan, you don't look at the fact that Vegas and Colorado, through six games, both have three wins and say, well, there's no chance. We can't beat Vegas. That's why there's seven games. There has to be a winner. And oftentimes in the playoffs, you have two teams that are very evenly matched, as we do here with Vegas and Colorado. We have two teams that have very high expectations and expect to be among the very best, as we do in Vegas and Colorado. And then we act surprised. We're shocked that, like, they'll go back and forth. We're surprised that there will be times in which Colorado dominates and then Vegas dominates. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Mason. Mason, how you doing? I'm doing great. How you doing today? I'm, I'm great. Yeah, I'm a very big Vegas Knights fan. If it wasn't for Flurry, we wouldn't be where we are. So I'm not surprised that Peter DeBoer didn't start him tonight, even though it showed uh, possible a Robin Leonard. Don't get me wrong. Leonard's a good goalie, too. Flurry's carried us, and we're... That's why we're in first place right now. You know, Mason, let me ask you, when, when you look at Vegas and you look at Colorado and just kind of given the crash course these two teams seem to be on as we head toward the playoffs, uh, are, how confident are you in the Golden Knights' ability in a seven-game series to beat Colorado? I, I would say they would win a 4-2 to two series because Pacioretty is just like a, a, a golden bullet, as you call it. <laughs> Yeah, thank, no, thank you for the call, Mason. And, and again, I, I, I think the decision to go with Marc-Andre Fleury was, was an interesting one. Um, I, I think 
like it depends on how you look at the regular season, right? Like there's two, two schools of thought in, in relation to this game. There's in the moment, we want to win this game. We want to stay in first place. This is an important game. It's one we feel we have to win. Or how many data points can we gather this season? Marc-Andre Fleury coming into today's game has played every game this season against the Colorado Avalanche. We know what Marc-Andre Fleury is against Colorado. We have yet to see Robin Leonard play a game against Colorado. In the interest of data points, in the interest of answering some extra questions, putting Robin Leonard in this game would have yielded, I think, a little bit more in terms of answers. However, it's clear to me Pete DeBoer wanted this win. And it's clear to me that he went back to Marc-Andre Fleury because he placed extra importance on these two games and is rewarding the player for a fantastic season. 702-876-1340 is the number. If you'd like to join us on the other side of the break, this is the extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas, 702-876-1340 is the number. If you'd like to join us here, let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Nick. Nick, how you doing? Hey, Ryan, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm great. What, a, what an exciting game, man. And, and like you were talking about before, it's so easy. I mean, it's easy for fans, but, but even players to – not take it as just one game. You know, you get beat up 5-1, and you think the sky's falling. And um, it's just, uh, ever since their inception, they, they've, they just have heart that I really haven't seen since, like, the 94 Rangers, I think. <laughs> so what it's incredible Im- to watch. What impressed you most about this win? I mean, just the fact that they didn't, they could have just laid down and died. But they didn't. They came out, they fought, especially they went down early. Yeah. That first girl was a goal was early. They could have just that could have been it. They could have lost seven nothing at that point. You know, let me but, ask you, Nick, when you when you looked at this game and, and kind of the thought process behind going with Marc Andre Fleury, what'd you think of the move? Brilliant move. Um, the boys, he's he's a great coach, and what a lot of people. I was a goaltender. I played through through college, and uh, what a lot of people don't realize is goaltending is just as much mental as it is physical. And he needed to keep that confidence up, and he didn't have one of his best games. And going back to him shows the confidence that the team's showing him confidence and the coach, and it lifts you up. All right, Nick, thanks for the thank, great. Yep, thank you for the call, Nick. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you 100%. I mean, you know, so much could have changed the trajectory of this game. You, you give up that first goal early on in the game, just a minute and 20 seconds in, and this one could have gotten out of hand, but the Golden Knights, they battled. They, they really did stick to the game plan. Dump pucks in, get behind the D, make them work 200 feet to score. And, and that's what Vegas was able to do today. And you know what? I've really been encouraged by the Golden Knights' ability to work on Nathan McKinnon. 702-876-1340 is the number. Nathan McKinnon has not beaten the Golden Knights so far this season. He's had games. He's had moments. There have been pockets. But all in all, he has not dominated the Golden Knights. That's something that I learned, but 
you know, the flip side of that is the Colorado Avalanche are a very deep hockey team. I learned that about Colorado. I've also learned that when the Golden Knights play to that game plan, like when they are focused and committed and selling out to getting pucks in deep and leaning on the defense of the Colorado Avalanche, they can be frustrating to play against. And I've also learned this season that Max Pacioretty loves three-on-three overtime. Four overtime game-winning goals by Max Pacioretty so far this season, and we've still got a ways to go. That is something that I I don't know that I saw coming at the beginning of this season. Like, if you were going to tell me one guy on the Golden Knights is going to dominate, I mean, dominate overtime, I'm not sure that I would have gone immediately to Max Pacioretty, but... He's just come up huge. He's been fantastic for Vegas. Fantastic for Vegas. I'm throwing the number out one more time. 702-876-1340 is the number. I want somebody to call in right now and tell me why, after these two games, the Golden Knights would beat Colorado in a seven-game series. I want somebody to call in right now and tell me why. Give me a reason. Point to something that you learned out of these two games. 702-876-1340 is the number. I have learned, and I think Vegas can beat Colorado in a seven-game series because over time, I think you can get to Philip Grubauer. Over time, I think you can get into those areas. Over time, I think you can wear down the defense of Colorado, especially if you play the right way, especially if you get pucks in deep and you lean. I think over time, and time being the context of a seven-game series, I think you can do enough to kind of wear those elements down, enough wrinkles in the armor to be able to find a way to win. And I think the Golden Knights so far this season have been defined by an ability to find a way to win. 702-876-1340 is the number. We're back to wrap it up next on the Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. The Golden Knights bounce back, defeat the Colorado Avalanche 3-2 in overtime. Max Pacioretty, overtime hero. He's done that four times this season, so not bad. Good season for Max Pacioretty. And it's a good season for the Golden Knights. Yeah, I'm interested to kind of see how... And what happens from here as Vegas turns the page on Colorado for now, not for the rest of the season. These two teams have two more games in Vegas that still need to be played. But I I am curious to see kind of how the Golden Knights turn the page on this game and approach next week. Because next week you've got two against L.A. You've got Monday, Wednesday, L.A., and then Thursday, Saturday, Minnesota. you got Minnesota on a back-to-back, all these games at home. So I'm very, very curious to see what we get out of the Golden Knights, what that approach is going to look like in terms of goaltending. You saw Pete DeBoer break the split rotation and go with Marc-Andre Fleury tonight. I would imagine 
Robin Leonard will go on Monday. And then I I wonder, I do, I wonder if it's right back into a rotation or if we start to see maybe one game for one guy and two for another and kind of go on a, on a, on a three-day rotation in, in that way. So it'll be interesting to pay attention to goaltenders. It'll be interesting to see where the Golden Knights are at after those two games against Minnesota and what, if any, impact those games have on the Golden Knights as they approach the trade deadline. So a lot of a lot of interesting stuff, a lot of storylines right now surrounding this team. But today it's a 3-2 overtime victory over the Colorado Avalanche. Thanks to Jeff Rubino out here dialing the knobs, keeping us sounding fresh. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio uh, for keeping us on the air. And thanks to you for listening, for calling in. I appreciate every single one of you that did that today. Next game is Monday at 7 o'clock against the LA Kings. Pre-game will start at 6 p.m. with yours truly right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thanks for listening to the extended Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM at 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.